All right, welcome to the Bag Talk Sports. Got my co-host one time. We're just going to jump right into it, man. We're going to kind of recap the uh, NBA season. And um, so now that it's been a couple of days since free agency and the season's over, man, what was your kind of overall thoughts of the whole season, man? Oh, yeah, no doubt, man, no doubt. I mean, but you got to give, um, what's his name, Usai Ujiri? Is that his name? You, you got to give him credit, man. That was a hell of a risk. You know, to, to trade DeMar DeRozan, a perennial all-star, to get Kawhi Leonard, a guy who's kind of mysterious, you don't really know what the hell he's thinking. And you got a championship out of it, man. I think a lot of GMs wouldn't have took that risk, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I even was even looking at it sideways. Cause I really, I don't think anybody really talked about Toronto getting to the finals. You know, they was talking about, I just thought after last year, they were done, man. So I, I really think, uh, you know, looking at that finals, man, I think Kyle Lowry and Van Fleet, I mean, Van Fleet played his ass off, man. <laughs> this dude was undrafted. Because I was doing a show, maybe, uh, I did a podcast two weeks ago about the draft. And what are your thoughts about these GMs, man? Because it seems like everybody right now they want a Pascal Siakam type guy. They want a guy 6'8", 6'9", that's long, and that can dribble, pass, and shoot. And that's all good, but it, don't you think they kind of getting carried away with that? Yeah, but I think a lot of times we're leaving out a lot of the, you know, the the, the regular guards out the mix, man. You know, because I remember Van Fleet at Weber State. You know what I'm saying? He was balling, man. But it was like, they was hyping up my man. What was the other guy from Weber State that went to the Knicks? Um, I can't think of his name. But, yeah, 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 yeah. He was another six seven dude. He'll come to mind eventually, but um, they, no one was talking about him being the best guy on the team. It just seemed like if you're not six four or above, it's like the assumption is you just you can't play in the NBA, man. I just think that's a bunch of BS. 
But even going back into the um, kind of like the season, I mean, the awards went out just quickly. What was your thoughts on the rookie of the year, man? Did you pretty much agree with that? What 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 are your thoughts on this game? Have you seen him play? Like, do you think that will he be like a um, what's the guy who was with Sacramento? We had that breakout rookie year, and everybody figured him out. Um, you know what I'm talking about? He went to uh, no no no. He was rookie of the year at Sacramento. Remember he came out. Maybe eight, nine years ago. He he averaged like 25, 6, and 6. Ever. I know you're not talking about Tyreek Evans. Yes, Tyreek Evans. Yes, yes. He's but that's what I'm saying. Like, everybody figuring him out. You know what I'm saying? Like, do you see that in Lucas' game? Do you see, like, okay, we've had a year to kind of watch him play? Or is it it's just really him? Or is it just the league kind of, like, kind of slept on him? I mean, I mean, is he like perennial All Star good? Like, is he like, is he gonna take the Dallas Mavericks to like next level good, or will he just be a player like, okay, he can hope? Yes. Because that's what they selling this man. I mean, besides Ginobili, and he's not even European, by the way. Even though they class, they put him in that European league, you know. Ginobili was South American, but there's never been a perimeter you have been European player that's dominated the NBA. It hasn't happened. It has yet to happen. They said it was going to be Ricky Rubio. I mean, it's been a lot of guys. They've said it was going to happen. They even said Carlos Delfino. I think I lost one time for a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, is this it? I mean, is he the guy? Is he what they saying? Or you think he'll be kind of like in the middle? Right. I mean, you got C.J. McCollum. I mean, you got you know, you know Donovan Mitchell, Clay, Hard, P.G. I mean, even Devin Booker. Exactly, exactly. So, just kind of running through the awards. I didn't agree with a lot of the awards. I mean, they gave Milwaukee's coach, Budenhauser, coach of the year. They gave the GM, GM of the year. I mean, what, what was your thoughts on all the awards, like the MVP? Because they pretty much gave Milwaukee all this love, like, for pretty much all the awards. You know, I remember, man, that they 
by the time the regular season's wrapping up, that's just what it is. I mean, they're going to give it to the team with the best record. They're going to give it to the coach just because you had the best record. That's how I look at it. Because you had the best record, that's what you get. But you see, in the playoffs, Giannis got exposed. So, it's not like you can go back and take it away from him. <laughs> but I'm going to give James Harden. Yeah, man, that's just me. Really? I got what you're saying, but but I, but I think him just taking Milwaukee to that next level, you know, them winning 65 games, that was something. I mean, I, I still think he's obviously he's got some work to do, man. But if he can get a jumper, I mean, like he he's gonna be better than Kawhi, man. If he can get a jumper, that dude's six ten, man. That's said if he gets a jumper. If he can just get a decent three-point shot in a decent perimeter game, man, there's no stopping him. Two steps, he had the he had the basket in two steps. That's true. <laughs> this nigga take one step, he at half court. <laughs> Yeah, I, I got what you're saying. So, what what are your thoughts? Speaking of Houston, what's your thoughts on the whole Houston situation, man? You play. Let's play GM, man. You GM of the Houston Rockets, man. What are you doing? I mean, cause they, cause they gave away Montrez Harrell and Lou Williams and Patrick Beverly. Yeah, Chris Paul. Now, if they had that squad, they beat Golden State. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Even with KD. Uh, I mean, come on. I mean, you gotta think, man. It's just the matchups, man. Like Lou Williams was killing them in the first round. He was. He was. And you running Harrell with that pick and roll? I mean. But I don't know. Maybe they don't develop like that. I don't. Who knows how they would fit in Dan Antonio's system and all that. But to me, Dan Antonio got to go. Whatever the hell his name is, Dan Tony, Dan Antonio, whatever. Mike Dan Tony. Do you let him go? Do you just like, all right, you're done. You know what? I think he's just the Andy Reid. Of basketball. You know what I'm saying? Andy Reid, you know, from an offensive standpoint, he's going to score you a lot of points. You know, look what he did with uh, Pat Mahomes and KC. You know, they you're going to win games, but playoff times, you see what happened against New England, they couldn't do shit. So, he just, he's going to always get one of those franchises like the Clevelands of the world, the Charlottes, the Chicago Bulls. Hey, they like, hey, we ain't winning no championship, but at least we can win some games, have people come to our games. You know, we make the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? Like, we ain't going to win it. It's like he's for those 
type of franchises. I think for Houston, if they really try to win a championship, then they're going to have to look elsewhere, man. I don't know. Well, the coaches is out there, but sometimes it's better just getting a new coach. I mean, look with Toronto. They got Nick Nurse. I mean, whoever even heard of this dude, man? He was the assistant. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, you know, even his name. He don't even sound like a coach. He don't even look like a coach. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, a lot of times, you just got to just give a guy a shot. Yeah. You know, I mean, I just think that whole ISO shit. I mean, I think it's cool, like, if it's the last two minutes of the game, two, three minutes, you want to do ISO, I think that's fine. But an 82-game season, you know, 48 minutes, I think you got to give the, you gotta let Chris Paul run the offense. Because I think when you saw that game, even in game six, when James Harden was on the bench and Chris Paul was playing, I mean... They was balling. I mean, everybody was getting involved. They was get on the fast break. You can't really fast break with James Harden. Like, when have you ever seen Chris Paul running out of court and you dish it to James Harden and he finish? <laughs> you know, most of his moves are off the dribble. It's like some 2K shit. So, I mean, I, I think... I think... What Chris Paul needs to do is just take a buyout. That's what he needs to do. You know what I'm saying? Eat some of that money you're getting and try to get on, man. Try to get to the Lakers or something, man. If I'm Chris Paul, like, hey, because how many years he got? Two more years? Three more years? At like $35 million? I think you need to eat like 30 40% and just be like, fuck it and move on. Cause they he about to get Carmelo in this bitch. Eventually, yeah, I think they they're just gonna be like, you know what, his game is his style of play is obsolete. That's just that shit go. I mean, look how they doing Boogie Cousins. Boogie Cousins ain't even getting offers, man. That's crazy. I mean, even when he on the office, even. He still he averaged 16 and 8 one time. Right. That's on a team where he was like, what, the fourth option? Exactly. I mean, he averaged 16 and 8. Yeah, on on one leg. On one leg. <laughs> what is wrong with these? That's why I don't feel sorry for these teams. People be talking about, oh, you know, it's not fair. All the players want to go to the best teams. You know what? It's because they got these dumbass GMs, dumbass coaches, man. We don't know what the fuck they're doing. They don't know shit about basketball. I mean, if I'm Indiana Pacers, if I'm a team like the Bulls, um... Shit, uh, well, Charlotte, like, really, Charlotte? Like, y'all ain't gonna, y'all too good for the Demarcus Cousins, really? <laughs> if, if I'm, even if I'm the Wizards, e- even the these teams. Download the Google Home app on a phone or tablet. Yeah, but that's, that's crazy, man. I, I hope somebody, you know, hook up with them, man. But 
Um, what, what was your thoughts on just free agency, man, just thus far? Um, well, what was your thoughts? Apparently, they said Steph was in China because I saw him on Instagram. He was in China and he flew all the way from fucking Shanghai to New York to meet up with Kevin Durant. And he didn't even wait for him to get there, man, because he was going to like make his one last pitch to like, you know, he said he already had his mind made up. (laughs) So I guess Steph found out in the air. That's a long ass flight, man. I would be pissed on over a five hour flight. That's like you going to see a female and she just don't call you. <laughs> it's like, hey, you know what I'm saying? I'm feeling you, you feeling you, I'm talking, like, hey, why don't you come out to Cali and see me? And you fly out there and you see on Instagram she with another dude already. You like, damn, like what? <laughs> you like, damn, well, I'm in LA now. Might as well just have a good time while I'm here. Like, that's basically what Steph had to do, man. That's cool, man. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, I mean, but at the end of it, it just seemed like from the very beginning, KD wasn't going to stay in Golden State. Even three years ago. You know what I'm saying? I think he was just going to come there, get some rings, and move on. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, he knew that would up his status because he was the, a great player with no rings. And honestly, man, they were going to keep winning championships. Like, if Kevin Durant don't get hurt against Houston, I mean, yeah, they, they, win, they win three in a row, and they probably win two more. I don't give a damn, even if Kawhi went to L.A. or who, what, whatever the scenario is. Like, when you got a seven-footer who can dribble, pass, shoot, score, and you got the two best shooters in the league, that's unbe- that just equals unbeatable. Yeah. So, apparently, it's just it's not about basketball because I don't think it was basketball-related why he left. I, to me, honestly, he was like, you know what? Like, these niggas are a bunch of lames. Like, I don't think he... Because that's the only reason why they brought Quinn Cook on the squad. Like, that's the only reason Quinn Cook is even in the NBA. What you talking about? Quinn Cook and KD grew up in the same neighborhood. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, like, that's his little homie. So, that's the only reason 
Quinn Cook is on the team because KD really didn't have anybody because he came in the second year, right? When they beat Cleveland the second time, right? Quinn Cook. Because I think the other dude was there. Uh, I can't remember his name. The other dude was playing backup point guard. So it's like basically KD was like, I don't have nobody to hang out with. Just bring this nigga on the team so I got somebody to chill with. I mean, because if you think about it, I you know, you ever just kind of, you know, been with a chick and it's just like, she just don't match you. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all might like each other, you feeling her, but her, her lifestyle is like, y'all don't match. You know what I'm saying? Like, she might be into smoking weed or she might drink, a, you know what I'm saying? It's just whatever she's into, you ain't into that shit. So, or she might be in a bowling. She might be in some dumbass bowling league and go on trips bowling and you don't do it. So it's like, she might feel like, you know what, I... It's it's gonna be oh, I, I I ain't really all the way in with this guy because he ain't into the shit I'm into. <laughs> because KD to me is more like a he hang out with a lot of rappers. You know what I'm saying? He's into the hip hop world. A lot of his friends are rappers. You know, Davies, him and Davies are friends. And if you look at Golden State, they are pretty much booed up. You know what I'm saying? Like, Steph got a wife and kids. Uh, Andre Iguodala got a wife and kids. Clay. Clay just Clay. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's just on some different shit. Draymond is engaged. And Dennis, the other guys that's not, they too young. You know? So, I, I just kind of felt like, he felt like, dang, I ain't really got nobody to really fuck with off the court. But I think him going to New York and going to Brooklyn, like, it's a lot of rappers, entertainers, people in that industry that's in New York. So from a social standpoint, I think he would be much more comfortable that way. I guess that's all he cared about. Yeah. Because it's no way it could have been my basketball. Because from a basketball standpoint, Golden State did everything they possibly could to fit him in, accommodate him. You know what I'm saying? His numbers didn't drop. But at the same time, he was never going to be league MVP no more. You know what I'm saying? And you know, and I think maybe it's like a boredom thing because it's like, okay, I don't even... I mean, he really could take the NBA season off pretty much and just be ready for the playoffs. <laughs> so I, I think it was a lot of that. Like, okay, like no matter what I do, he kind of felt like... I ain't going to never be that dude. So if I go somewhere like the Nets and help them, people going to look at me differently. I think that's how he was looking at it. But, I mean, that's just the way KD is. I mean, even in high school. I think he went to four different high schools. Go look at KD high school highlights. It's like in four different jerseys. (laughs) So I think he went to at least three or four different high schools. So guess that, man. I mean, as far as Kyrie going, I mean, my thing is fuck Kyrie. Like I, I I don't think I think his game has 
You know who Kyrie reminds me of? He reminds me of Rod Strickland, man. He's a better version of Rod Strickland. Incidentally, that's his mentor. Yeah, because Kyrie's dad and Rod Strickland are good friends. So if you look at look at Rod Strickland's game from back in the day and look at Kyrie, it's pretty much the same game. It's just Kyrie's a little more advanced. But, you know, Rod Strickland could ball, but you really couldn't win with him because it was more like a street ball game. Like, okay, he gonna get you buckets, but it's like, okay, he, he, it was never come. He was never a real point guard as far as like running the offense. So I don't know about Kyrie, man. I don't know. This is going to be an interesting year because Durant's not going to be there. So it's going to be interesting to see how they play with Kyrie in the mix. Then a year later, you got to bring KD in. So I don't know, man. How, how do you see that playing out in Brooklyn, man? I just hope Kyrie don't fuck it up like he did in Boston. Just, you know, they say how the moody he is, and I don't, I don't know. He just seemed like a little, a little punk. Like, like, I couldn't, I couldn't fuck with no nigga like that. But, I mean, as long as he understand when Durant get there, nigga, please don't be on no shit. That's all. But he couldn't even handle hooping with LeBron, though, fam. So that's my thing. Like, if you couldn't even... And LeBron let you run the shit. Yeah. <laughs> so if you couldn't handle LeBron, how you gonna handle KD? He wants to be the man so bad, but you... Oh, bro, you on East... What you playing when you playing these two niggas? You're not the guy. Like, what the fuck are you doing? You're not. And he's... I mean, has he ever played a full season? You know what? And I'm not saying like you got to be Iron Man. You got to be on some, you know, 400, you know, Clay Thompson type shit. That was rare. But to me, in today's NBA, I would say at least 75 to 80 games is is considered durable. If you can play in 75 games on average, 70 something games, okay, 81 games. I don't think anybody's going to play 82 games. All 82. At some point, you're going to get hurt somewhere and you don't play. But I, I think if you play 75 games, I think that's pretty good right there. To miss six, seven games. You know, sprinkling out through the season, whether it's three in a row, being out a week or whatever. But he hasn't, man. He has not. And so I think really low-key, I think... A lot of people are forgetting about Boston. I think Al Horford leaving, and we're going to get to this dumb shit Philly on in a minute, but Al Horford leaving and Kyrie leaving and Rozier leaving, I think that helped Boston tremendously, man. This is a team no one's really talking about, bro. Jalen Brown, Gordon Hayward. Another year coming off that leg injury. That's a nice little squad, man. That's true. And I think Horford slowed him down. Well, who's the big man going to be? You know what? You can just get a big man. 
I mean, you know, they'll probably pick up Paul Gasol in the middle of the season or, you know what I'm saying? They'll pick up a big man. As long as you get a guy to stay the fuck out the way, rebound, block a couple shots, you know what I'm saying? They'll be straight. You know, the center is pretty much irrelevant now. I mean, look how they doing, you know. I mean, look at Carl Anthony Towns, man. Like, they don't even talk about him. So, they'll be straight. Now, as far as this Philly shit, man, I was really surprised they gave Tobias Harris that much goddamn money. They cashed him out like that. I was surprised, man. I mean, but I guess that's the market. I'm not even really tripping on the money because that's what he's supposed to get. I was just saying, as far as the commitment, like, to me... Why did they choose him over Jimmy Butler? You know what I'm saying? I didn't get that. But I guess they're looking at it like, okay, Tobias fits more with what they want to do. Like, Jimmy kind of has to have the ball. And honestly, I'm not, I've never been a big Jimmy Butler guy. I never really got where all this fucking Jimmy Butler love shit came from. Like, to me, he aight. You know what I'm saying? Like, to me, he just a... Better Deion Waiters to me. For real. Like, he had that one breakout year in Chicago, right? And, like, okay, he went to Minnesota. I mean, he didn't really do shit. Like, he went to Philly. Like, like to me, okay, you in Philly now, dog. You got all these niggas, and you didn't do shit. He didn't do shit in the playoffs. Dude, there's no way they should have lost to Toronto, man. Like, that was your chance. Like, hoop. You want to be here, hoop. So what else we got? Okay, we got Kimber to Boston, which I think is I think is, is, is something people are underestimating. I think Miami traded Hassan Whiteside to Portland. I really didn't get that. I didn't understand why Portland would do some shit like that. Okay, but old boy is coming back, so where are they going to play him? Yeah. And to me, Hassan Whiteside, one of them niggas, he all about minutes. So... I didn't get that trade from Portland. I didn't get that. To me, they need another guard. They need another guy that can score, man. Yeah. Like, to me, I would have went after Danny Green. Hey, who Danny Green at? Where, did, 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 He's in Dallas. Oh, he in Dallas? Yeah. And then I think, uh, you know, with all this going on with KD and Kyrie and all these things, uh, I think... J.J. Reddick ended up in New Orleans, which I think was a little interesting. Um, so now Philly is like, okay, where are your shooters at? <laughs> um, what's your thoughts on Zion, man? I know we didn't really get into the draft. I mean, just 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 right now, I I, I just what. Zion, is he the next 
I mean, because in the last 20 years, we've had how many superstars? Maybe, what, five? Yeah. I would say Iverson. I mean, as far as guards, I ain't talking about big man. I mean, like, just, I mean, minus KD, Shaq, and all them. I would say Iverson, Kobe, LeBron James, uh, shit, who else? Would you, Tracy McGrady? Would you put Tracy McGrady in that group? Okay, so we had Iverson, LeBron, Kobe, uh, Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, right? Yes. The last five years. I mean, the last, I would say since Jordan retired. So Jordan retired. I don't just talk about Wizards, Jordan. I'm talking about when he retired from, that's 98. So that's 20 years. Is Zion going to be in that group? You're just not feeling it, are you? It's like you just can't. But I don't know. I mean, I honestly, I didn't think Kobe was going to be that good. Yeah, that was, that was, I don't think nobody saw that guy. Well, you know what? I What about Dwayne Wade? Is Dwayne Wade in that group? No, would you consider him like a superstar? Okay, so D Way is in that group as well. Okay, so I didn't see Kobe coming. Um, I mean LeBron. I think it was obvious. I mean, I think the first time I seen LeBron play, I'm like, okay, this dude, he got it. He he he, he gets it. Uh. Iverson, same thing. Um, Zion, I don't know, man. He's so different, man. Like, my concern about Zion is like, okay, how is he gonna get? How is he gonna get baskets? You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, yeah, it's transition. I think he's gonna be unstoppable. Or putbacks. You know what I'm saying? But, I mean, when the game slow down, and it's like, okay, it's time to hoop. Like, can he score? I think that's really the thing. I don't know yet. So, what about the other guy? I think the other guy's with uh, John Morant. Have you seen him play? No, they don't. And Memphis is quietly making moves, man. You know who I think a lot of people are sleeping on? Is the guy Kobe Smith from North Carolina, man. Freshman. Was he a freshman? Yeah, freshman. Okay. I mean, it's always to me like it's gonna be it's the same thing, you know, every year, man. 
first round, it's just going to be a whole thing. So one of these guys is it's never the guy that you expect. Yeah, kind of like Donovan Mitchell. You know, I didn't kind of. I didn't see Jason Tatum either. I, I, I didn't. Really? You thought he would be nice like that? Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, I, I think it's gonna be Kobe Smith, man. Where did he go? Chicago. That's gonna be interesting. Him and what? Uh, Zach, Zach Levine. Who else they got? They got marketing. Okay. So pretty much in free agency, it's just Kawhi and then kind of like the second tier guys. Well, they're, they're talking about trades. I mean, they, they're talking about maybe Kevin Love might get dealt. Um, you know, Andre Iguodala, that's still a possibility. Who? Jeff T. Yeah, Jeff T from Minnesota. Um, you know, guys like that. What do you think about D-Loading going to Golden State? That was kind of wild. I didn't see that. Three guard offense would be interesting. Yeah, man. D loading Steph and Clay kind of playing Clay at the three. Yeah, man. Yeah, to me, I think he I don't think he's going anywhere, man. I mean to get what? Who you gonna get? You know what I'm saying? Okay, you're gonna trade D loading to get who? Because to me, that was the one weakness with Golden State, even when KD was hurt. Like, yeah, I mean, that system works and everything with the backdoor screens and the passing, the ball movement. But they really didn't have anybody who could get break a defense down. Right, right. That's true. And that's, that's one, that's kind of Steph's weakness. Like, he don't really like attacking a basket like that. Yeah, he did like early on in his career. Yeah. Like the Mark Jackson years, he would. But now that he's gotten older, you know, he's pretty much, he, he'll do a floater or two, but he ain't really banging to the basket like that. Neither is Clay. But now you got a guy in D-Loading who can get to the rack. And to me, 
If you got him, Steelo ain't short. Delo's what six five. Okay, you got D'Lo, you can put Steph at the two, which I think he would be way better as a two guard. And you got Clay. Yeah, and you got Draymond and like Kayvon Looney, like that's your five. I think a lot of people ain't thinking about that, man. How you that's that's hard to guard because even KD really didn't like going to the basket. Yeah, so I want to just bring up this this uh, this uh, Chris Brown shit real quick, man. Apparently, it was like this song, you know, Chris Brown just came out with another album. It's like 30 tracks on it. Um, his, his new album, Indigo, he got a song called Stacking. And so in the Stacking song, he said, I only want to fuck the black bitches with the nice hair. I mean, pretty much black women are like his biggest. That's like his biggest, that's you know. What I'm saying. Bruh, that's your fan base, boy. You don't say no shit like that, bro. Okay, but does he have a point, though? What does he mean, the nice hair? Though? What exactly. That's all he said was nice hair. Now, everybody's assuming that he meant straight black long hair, like shoulder length hair. Which a lot of women go for, which hence we have the weaves and the and the button, you know, the, the, the Mongolian and, and the Yaki bundles that's popping off. So that's the assumption when you say nice hair. But I didn't really have a problem with that because he didn't say specifically what type of hair. You know what I'm saying? But it's just subconsciously when you say that, like, I want a chick with nice hair, I mean, you're assuming you don't want no bitch with no nappy hair. Right. <laughs> you want somebody straight in your hair. You know, basically, he's it's, it's the perception that women with natural long hair is no weave, it's none of that shit. That's just how the hair is. So, I mean... I mean, what are, what are your thoughts on that? Does it matter one time? I mean, does it matter if you're a Chris Brown or if you have a certain status? As it's just supposed to being a regular working man like us. What you mean when you say does it matter? You mean does it matter what type of, type of area you have? Okay, let's take, for instance, um, do you watch the show The Shy? Okay, the chick that played Jerrica. Old boy's girlfriend. Yes. Now she's bad. I mean, she's a nice looking chick. Yeah. So the chick Jerrica, I can't remember her real name, but if she was to be with a Chris Brown, that isn't typically what, you know, from a 
status standpoint, would that be a good look for him? You know what I'm saying? Like more, you know, you look at somebody like Karuchi Tran or Drea or Erica Mina. Like to me, that's who people expect him to be with. You know what I'm saying? Like the natural hair thing is, it's kind of looked at like, okay, if you're a woman with natural hair, you want some black power shit. You all about the people, and you know what I'm saying? And you, you studious. You you you're to be. It's the it's the connotation you're supposed to be taken seriously. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like you're you're thought provoking. Okay. If I see a woman, she's very attractive, she's got natural hair, I'm like, okay, she's thought she's thought provoking. She she has a intelligence as a priority. You know what I'm saying? That's just how she's gonna look. But if I look at a Karuchi Tran, I just see trophy. And Karuchi Tran might not even be about that life, but that's the image. So, is it... Is Chris Brown at the point now where he can just make the wave, or do you think he has to be a part of the wave? What you mean? Like, there's a reason why Beyonce... Now, as big a star as Beyonce is... Beyonce don't wear her own hair. She what? She don't wear her own hair. That ain't her shit. Of course it's not. Okay, so, but Solange do, though. I mean, to each his own. You know what I'm saying? But Solange is viewed differently. Now, Beyonce was to wear natural hair. Would she get the, would it, it would change. Corporate sponsors would be like, whoa, 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 what the fuck, bitch? They be like, bitch, what you doing? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I don't know, man. To a certain extent, that shit matters, dude. Like to me, the male version. <laughs> who's that screaming? <laughs> yeah, man. So, uh. I I just thought that was interesting, man. Just how they the whole hair thing, man. It's just here to stay, dog. Like, yeah, that ain't going so going back to the NBA, man. Like, basically, everybody shit don't go to state. Like, they're like it's over. Like, they middle of the pack now. Like, they in the same group as Portland, Utah, and all these other motherfuckers. So going moving forward. Who are you? Who are like the two the teams that you're looking out for, based on the moves that's been made up to this point? Uh, yeah, watch out for Utah. Watch out for Utah for sure. Yeah, uh, they got Bron Gronovich too. Yeah, uh, watch out for Utah. Mike Conley over there, nah. Um, who else did they get over there, man? Derek Favors. Yep. You know what? That fag only twenty six, Mike. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it just seemed like don't it seem like Derek Favors been in the league like 13, 14 years? I really do. <laughs> it's a goddamn disappointment. But we'll see. I mean, we'll see. You know, sometimes a you know a new a new change of scenery will help. You know, we'll see. Okay, so you saying Utah? I mean, does Denver? Are they still? 
Are they are they still at the top going back into next year? Now they got a healthy Michael Porter Jr. Or do they fall back kind of like into the pack? I really do like Jamal Murray's game, though. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. He, he remind, he's, he's, a, he's a better Darren, uh, Darren Williams. Um, I don't know. So, basically, what about the Lakers, man? We ain't really talked about them. I mean, are they, are they back in? Are they middle of the pack? Are they in the mix? Are they the favorites? See, I don't think he is. I think, I don't think he would have left L.A. unsigned. Now, I, I still think it's Golden State to lose. They got Willie Cauley-Stein. I think that was a great move. You know, they got Glenn Robinson Jr. I mean, we'll see how these rookies play that they got. You know, I mean, Steph, still Steph, man. I think now that KD is gone, he can go back to being full. You know what I'm saying? He don't have to hold back so much. That was a that was a weird year for Golden State, man. Just the whole them getting blown out all the time and the whole KD Draymond shit. That was that was crazy. But in the East, my surprise team is the Atlanta Hawks, man. I think the Atlanta Hawks is gonna win in I would say 40 to 45 games. I, I, well, I said the same thing about Denver last year. Now, this year, I'm saying about Atlanta. I'm just saying, based on how they played the last, I would say, 20, 25 games of the season. I'm not saying they're a contender, but I think they will make the playoffs next year. I like Trey Young. I like John Collins. And I think we forgot. I think Cam Reddish has been forgotten about. Because he really got lost in the sauce in Duke. If you go back and look at Cam Reddish high school shit, they was talking about him as like McGrady. Now, I don't think he's McGrady, but they was talking Cam Reddish and Grady like, I mean, Tracy McGrady like fashion. And for some reason, when he got to Duke, you had Zion, you already had RJ Barrett, and 
It's like he couldn't really, like, it wasn't really no room for him to get his shit off. But I think Atlanta's perfect for him, man. You like, I ain't fucking with that Cam Reddish shit. That's what it sound like. I think Kimba's better than Kyrie flat out. Bro, Kimba be cooking niggas, dog. He ain't never had no squad. Man, well, okay, so, man, Kyrie didn't do sh- Man, okay, Kyrie didn't do shit. He didn't do, Kyrie didn't do shit against, uh, He didn't do a goddamn thing. And before LeBron and before LeBron got to Cleveland, he didn't do shit. At least Kimba got him, you know what I'm saying? At least Kimba was like carried him, man. People forget how nasty Kimba was at UConn, man. When he went on that run for the tournament, that nigga was unstoppable, dog. That's why I wanted the Pistons to be like, you know what? Just do every, whatever you can to get this nigga, dog. You talking about this offseason? Yes. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I would have liked to see them really go hard at somebody and just take the pause. I mean, all the and is Reggie Jackson and some first-round draft picks and somebody else. Yeah, we got Marquise Morris and... I mean, I get it, man, but... I'm putting it out there. Kimba, I got Kimba over Kyrie. Dude, I'm so tired of this Kyrie shit, dog. I'm sorry, man. No. I mean, I'm not saying he, I just think, no, 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 I'm not, I'm just saying, I'm just saying from, I'm just saying, I think Kimba is better just all around. I think he's a better defender and handles he right there. Like to me, what is it he can do? Kyrie can, what can Kyrie, what can he do? What can he do to, what can Kyrie do that Kimba can't do? What's that? I lost you one time. 
Oh, damn. Well, you know, I kind of lost my man um, one time for a minute. Well, we're going to wrap up this show. But um, we're going to have to get into that debate another time. But it just seemed like, you know, uh, you know, KD was just always like the um, the Johnny Gill of Golden State. Like, he just, he just his own person. He just, he, he ain't going to never be... That's just him being part of a team and rah-rah and all that. And, you know, being a team guy, just being another guy, that's just that's just not in his DNA. You know, and I understand that, you know. So it's just going to be interesting to see how things go with him coming back. It's unfortunate he can't play next year. I mean, I, that really hurts me that he can't play. But, you know, I'm really looking forward to the NBA season and summer league. So we're going to pick up the show in another week. We're going to get into some summer league stuff and some other things. We never got into football. So um, thank you for tuning in. Holla.